0: Is it playing? Hey, what's up Sims? How hey, are you? How are you? Uh, good to see you. Good to see you today. You're glistening already. Why are you sweaty? Uh, because the air conditioning
1: here at the Bleach Report offices is uh, bottom of the barrel. Oh, I'm fine. I don't know you what you're ready. talking about. You're just a little out of shape. We're going to see how much Sims sweats today yeah. wearing his hoodie. Welcome to the betting show, the Sims and Lefko betting experience. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, we're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> uh, we're going to go through every single game. We're going to look at all of the spreads, and we're going to bet our money. We get $100 for every single game. This week, we actually get $1,600 yep. because Miami and Tampa Bay are playing this week. Right. So we're back to the normal amount. Uh, but let's just say that our bets last week were hot freaking garbage. Hot garbage. Let, let's take a look at how bad. Well, then, Canvas, you need to tell me the numbers. So we're gonna take this time and let canvasser do his job. What's he doing? He they don't they don't know that they don't have the numbers. So I don't know how much you lost. All I know is we lost th- more than a thousand dollars. All each. I know
0: is I beat you. I know that I beat you by two games, and I think I won the people. Sims
1: the- lost one thousand and ten. Right. Lefko lost. Thirteen sixty. <laughs> so I, I got hundred and forty right. Loser. Wait, do we only have fourteen hundred dollars No, we had, had fifteen hundred.
0: And then what was the record? And then for what the was games? the records?
1: You went five and
0: ten. Right. and I went three and twelve. Yes. woo. Hey, I'm sorry about that. Week one's tough, and I picked some games that were certainly a little bit uh, – I went on a limb in a few, right? I mean, I, I certainly went New Orleans. Uh, I can explain to you or give you some reason why that fell apart. San Francisco. San Francisco, I took a chance there. I thought Seattle would be Green Bay. I took the Giants. And then uh, I went out on a limb with Chicago, and Chicago had a chance to win oh, the football they game. they so, so well, no, You won I that spread, game. I won the spread. You right. won the spread. spread. That's the only thing that
1: matters. We're actually right. doing the spread. Uh, Lyndon J. Smith says your picks were good. I just bet the opposite. Seriously. Do you feel more confident? When you looked at the games week, this week, Yes. do you feel more confident? I
0: do. And I think I, I just was a little too risky last week. Too many road teams, too many upsets I went through. You know what happens to me is I get really excited when I evaluate teams in the preseason that I see improvement on. And I think probably overvalued a few of those. So listen to my analysis of football. I'm not going to say definitely listen to what I say money-wise. Maybe sometimes what I'm betting money-wise doesn't match up with my analysis on the game. So if you're listening and you go wait. Your analysis doesn't match up to what you're betting. You're an idiot. Then please comment and tell me.
1: I feel a lot more confident this week. Just when I looked at the games, right. like when we were watching the games on Sunday, I went, I went, oh, of course, Rams are going to beat the crap out of the Colts. But if you were looking at the matchup on paper beforehand and you saw Jared Goff at home with the Rams team we saw last year, yeah. it wasn't that cut and dry. Yeah. I looked this week and I went. I was able to pick the games in one swoop. Right. Usually there's a few I hem and haul over. This week I felt good and then I had to uh, do money from that. Yep. We're going to start off with the Thursday night game. Yeah, Cincinnati hosting Houston, right? Houston right. is at Cincinnati. Uh, this game, as you know, we like to add it up. They're both zero one. Cincinnati got shut out twenty to nothing by the Ravens. The Texans they got beaten twenty nine to seven to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean
0: beaten, like not beaten, like. I so mean. I went back and watched that game right. last night. Yeah, I'm very
1: impressed with Jacksonville. We're yeah. going to get to that in a little bit. Sure. But the line in this game is Cincinnati minus six. Yeah. I have a few things I'm going to go through here. Go ahead. Uh, Straight up, though, I am going the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. Uh, the amount of money, I'm going $50 on the Cincinnati Bengals. The reason I'm not going 200 is because it's a Thursday night game, yeah. and it's wonky, mm-hmm. and Cincinnati's offensive line stinks. Mm-hmm. The reason I like Cincinnati, it's a rookie quarterback yeah. on a short week, right. and that's enough. Yeah. Also, I think that with uh, the suspension to your favorite player, what? um My suspension to The linebacker, work? Brian Cushing. Oh, yeah,
0: right. Oh, man. Do you want to go on a quick rant? Uh, yeah, I mean, Brian. I just can't even believe Brian Cushing, first of all. Yeah, I'm disappointed. He's a Jersey, He's jersey guy. guy. Jersey guy. I've watched him in high school. Always rumors about PEDs in high school, and it just has followed him through. Second test. Uh, listen, you know my... You got I really no offended
1: by cheaters. Shows. I got
0: no no time for cheaters. I don't want to hear it. Get the hell out of the league. I don't, I'm so sick of them. Texans are still missing right. Dwayne
1: Brown. They lose their guard, Jeff Allen. They're down all three tight ends right. on their roster right. with a rookie quarterback. Uh, to me, it just scares me a lot, even though Jalen Strong's coming back, yeah. and I just think that Cincinnati has more guys that could break a play. Sure. So it's going to be, you know, like uh, AJ Green, uh, Joe Mixon, AJ right. Green, right. Uh, even John Ross is coming back. Who yeah. knows what that's going to be? Joe,
0: Bonnie Bernard looked phenomenal in the first game too. He really I thought did. Joe Mixon looked good too he did. early on. There's just nowhere to go. Where are you going in this uh, one? Yeah, I'm not going crazy here. I'm going the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to go twenty dollars though. So you're confident like me, yes. but you're not. It's still I'm Thursday not, night. It's Thursday night, and I am scared. But the way the Bengals offensive line look against Watt and Jadebion Clowney and that's still a good front seven so that does concern me um, I picked just so you know the Cincinnati Bengals to win 20-10 to 10. that's my but I'm not going to say here and go oh they're def- I, if they won 16-13 I wouldn't be shocked when either. I went
1: back and I watched Sean Watson right. he started the second half yep. right away there was a different energy to the team no doubt and he was able to turn that pass rush and actually get out of the pocket right. and do some stuff right. he still makes really dumb throws yes. like every now He's and then raw that way. And so. when he's about to get hit, the, he skips it. Right. Like, he throws it into the dirt. Yeah. But, he's a, he's a wild card. He is a wild card. Because he can card. run.
0: Savage would have gotten beaten up. Yeah, good. You go with the show. Why are we delaying the inevitable? For what they are as a team right now, just put Sean Watson in there. We know he's going to be the starter eventually. They didn't draft him where they drafted him to sit in the bench. So, this was going to happen. Didn't look good. And he really fits what the lack of blocking, like you said, he can help the team to get out of trouble, and maybe they can have some few quarterback design runs, too, to jumpstart the offense.
1: Let's go to one of the better games in the weekend, not going to lie. When I saw that Minnesota was at Pittsburgh, and I saw that Minnesota was a big underdog, Mm -hmm. I kind of was shocked. Six and a half underdogs after an amazing game on Monday night, in which Sam Bradford went out there and carved it up. Steelers, they built a nice lead against the Browns, and then kind of gave it all back. Antonio Brown was absolutely everywhere, but Look, I, I originally I picked Minnesota and then I went on yeah and then I went back right and I remembered that Pittsburgh at home is a different team than Pittsburgh on the road. sure. Pittsburgh was six and two at home last year. Minnesota was three and five away last year. Pittsburgh in their last 13 games is 11 and two at home. I'm going with the Steelers here to cover the spread okay uh, And the other thing that got me here what was how much money did I bet on this game? I bet thirty dollars on it. Yeah, it's Pittsburgh actually minus six and a half. Uh, the other reason was, mm-hmm. all of a sudden yesterday, here's what's so hard. This is for podcast fans and people watching out right now. We are picking these games based off of Wednesday information. Right. So Sam Bradford was questionable on the injury report on Wednesday. That's the only. I don't have Thursday practice. I don't have Friday practices. Yeah. I don't have that Sunday crazy realization. Yeah, sure. But for me, Sam Bradford questionable. Right. It, it was just the another thing. I just think Pittsburgh is a hard place to win, and I'm going with the Steelers here.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I, I can certainly see that. I am going the opposite. I am going the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not going crazy, though. I'm only That's a put, pretty good bet. I'm going to put $100 on it. Yeah, I have a hard time believing that Pittsburgh can win the game by more than 6.5. My biggest reasons are this. Run game didn't look great last week for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and then the Minnesota Vikings have the secondary to at least slow down the passing attack of Roethlisberger and company. And uh, from what I saw, enough on the Minnesota offensive side of the ball. Again, I like what I saw for Pittsburgh on defense. I certainly did. Stephon Tewitt injury is a little huge, concerning. Huge, injury. I still don't think they have great cover corners. Um, so I don't think Minnesota is going to get blown away up front. Minnesota's o line's better. Dalvin Cook, let's not underestimate his ability to be a game changer on that side of the ball. So, uh, yeah, I picked Pittsburgh to win the game, 27-23. Gotcha. That's why I'm going $100. That's... But I'm, a, I'm also, I mean, could I see Pittsburgh scoring a late touchdown and all of a sudden winning 34-23 yes. that's why I'm saying I'm only going 100 uh, our, our, guy,
1: our guy, Omar right. Judah, our Swisher guy, yeah. he, he said that the Vikings offensive line has looked much better. What we're going to learn in this game right. is how much of that was the Saints defense. Yeah, right. Because guys seem to be really wide open the yep. other night. Uh, but I agree with you with injuries. I think Antonio Brown versus Xavier Rhodes is like the worst matchup ever for Antonio Brown. I think he'll be on in the entire time. Yep. The question is... Is Martavis Bryant going to wake up deep? Yeah. Is Le'Veon Bell going to wake up? Right. I thought the Steelers were going to win the game, yeah. and I usually, when I think a team's going to win the game, right. even if it's six and a half points, but I, that's a lot of points for a Pittsburgh it's team. It's a lot of points, and, not, and yeah. this is
0: the one thing. This is the other injury we're going to we're we to talk about because this is a big injury, Then, and I forgot to bring this up in the original analysis. Anthony Barr, he, he, I think he has a little hamstring issue right. right now. Those middle linebackers from Minnesota, Kendricks and Anthony Barr, if you watched that game the other night, I mean, uh, the Saints love to throw underneath bull crap routes. Yes. You can't do that crap with these dudes. So these are two guys, if they are healthy, they can take away the Le'Veon Bell underneath pass game, the quick passes to Antonio Brown. But we'll see regardless. Like you said, Pittsburgh is a different environment.
1: So what the advice we're going to give you, because this podcast comes out Friday, the live show is obviously today, pay attention to injury reports. Yeah. There's nothing, I think, that's more important than injury reports. Availability yeah. is everything. Right. So check out Saturday, Sunday, if to it, uh, and Anthony Barr, I yeah. think, are the two big ones, and then of course Sam Bradford. We'll see sure, what happens with right. him. Cleveland at Baltimore. Baltimore goes out there and shuts out Cincinnati twenty to nothing. Yeah, Cleveland, defense looked fantastic. Yeah. Cleveland looked good. Yes, number of sacks on Kaiser. Most of them were his fault. Right, but the defense did well against Pittsburgh. Offensive line looked pretty good, yep. and and there was a big drop by your favorite receiver, Kenny Britt. Kenny Britt, I it know. was tough, that and, was a and tough they've been point. talking about
0: it all week. Right, uh, but it's an eight. See, this is what eight crazy. point line Sorry. for the Ravens, though. Yeah, that's what drives. I hate the like. We're going to talk about Kenny Britt's big drop, but we're not going to talk about Deshaun Kaiser missing about four huge plays down the field to wide-open receivers.
1: That's what just, you, I, just, you can't talk crap about you know, a I'm just saying storylines annoy me. You talked they about this with the receiver from Washington. Uh, Terrell Pryor. I can't think of a freaking name today. Yeah, what did you do today? What did I, you don't, do? I think it's because I'm hot. <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> uh, Bear Jew
0: hot. He Man. can't think straight. <laughs> uh,
1: my thing <laughs> is the Cleveland Browns have now lost 12 in a row in their division. Yeah. Baltimore is four and one against the spread in their last five games at home. I'm picking Baltimore to win this game. I think Deshaun Kaiser is gonna be in a big trouble. I'm going two hundred dollars here. Thank you for that, Cha Ching. Two hundred dollars Baltimore minus eight. Do I think that the Baltimore Ravens offense is gonna have a lot of success? No. Yeah. But I think Kaiser is he's gonna have some mistakes. I don't I think they thought they saw the defense in Pittsburgh. I think yes. they're about to see yeah, a defense I, that's in Baltimore. What I would agree. When I watched Baltimore see if against Cincinnati... Yeah. They were running all over the place, right. and that D-line is freaking enormous. Ferocious, so right. I, I could see a defensive touchdown in this game that kind of pushes it over here, yeah. too.
0: Yeah, uh, I agree with a lot of the points you said, and I think you're right. Like, Cleveland Browns are an improved football team, but regardless, I'm going Baltimore, and I'll see you 200 Whoa. and raise you 100 more. This is one of the big bets for us, It then. is. It's certainly one of the big bets. I just think when I really evaluate the game, I just, uh, you know, you talked about it. Baltimore's defense is special for a rookie quarterback going into Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore, than Seattle, maybe really the, yes. Other might be the M&T loudest stadium. Out stadium, outdoor stadium in football. It's loud as hell. Great bowl that contains the it contains the noise. Right uh, with that defense, the creativity they bring along that side. Like we saw, we talked about Cleveland's defense is certainly better, but this is the difference. I think I think last week Cleveland when I watched the film of the game, Cleveland kept two safeties really far back for the most day. They were like, first, let's see if Pittsburgh can just run on our front seven. And they couldn't. And they allowed them the ability to keep uh, Jabril Peppers and company back deep to help with the Antonio Browns. And of course, it didn't totally help with Antonio Brown. But I think this week, with this offensive line in Baltimore, which is big and physical, at some point they're going to have to bring some people down. And when you get Jersey Joe Flacco's one-on-one matchups, again, they have a little speed at the skill positions this year. That's why I like Baltimore. I picked a 23-9 victory in Baltimore. Mm. I can't see Cleveland going down and scoring many touchdowns or any touchdowns in general. Multiple
1: people right now saying, what about Arrowhead?
0: Arrowhead's up in that discussion. I'm going to tell you, I think that the Baltimore Ravens stadium is a louder than Arrowhead. Arrowhead's really loud. I'm wow. not, no disrespect to any of those places. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing. But if you get outdoor stadiums loudest, I'm probably going to go Seattle, Baltimore, Arrowhead, and then Chicago were the loudest ones I've been I was in. not expecting that at all. Yeah.
1: Uh, we have a few people in the comment section right now saying I could. it's too many points for Cleveland. Yeah. That was like the story of the last two years. Is Cleveland's a good team. Yeah. They can lose by less than that. Something ends up happening. We're just both going Baltimore. here yes. big apparently. Right. Philadelphia at Kansas City. The Philadelphia oh, Fighting God. Eagles are one and zero, and they're heading on to take on their former coach Andy Reid. Uh, it is a five-point line. That's how we got it. Kansas City favored by five, taking on Carson Wentz and the Eagles. The Eagles get a nice double-digit win over Washington. One of my few victories last week. Yep. Kansas City shocked the world last week and went into New England and got the win. Yep. I would love to see the Eagles win. Of course And you that's would. partially why I'm betting against them. Because <laughs> when I bet against them, you're going to win. <sighs> Andy Reid is 8-3 when facing his former assistant coaches. Oh, that's a good stat. Andy Reid has a long week. Yes. Because they played last Thursday. Right. And we know how Andy Reid does with extra time. Yep. The Eagles, in their last eight games on the road, are 1-7. They're 2-6 on the road against the spread. This is one of my biggest bets of the week. Oh, baby. I'm going Kansas City $300. Wow. This was, this could end up being my Pittsburgh game last year. Yes. When I bet all that money on Pittsburgh over Philadelphia. Right. And I lost it all and I felt really dumb. But this one is in Arrowhead. Yes. I watched that Eagles game with every intention. I watched all six games on Sunday, but I focused on the Eagles more. And then I re-watched it. I've watched it three times. Yes. Every time the Eagles got a big play, it's because Carson Wentz made a miracle. Very true. I don't believe in miracles happening all that often. Mm -hmm. Yes, Eagle call for sure. I look at Kansas City and their offense, and I think you said on the podcast yesterday that Washington was able to predict the Eagles' plays. Yes. Gunter, like Cunningham, is going to be able to do it even more so. I
0: think. Yeah, it's Sutton. Sutton, excuse line. me, Sutton, yeah. Sutton, Sutton. What the hell is wrong with you today? I'm all over the place. <laughs> I
1: just think it's a really bad matchup. The only chance I think the Eagles have, and mm-hmm. it's a good chance, mm-hmm. is if Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, and that D line can do something that the Patriots couldn't. Yes. Which is mess up the edges and get in there they and have hit a Alex more Smith. talented front forward than the Patriots. I, think, I definitely do. Yeah. And I and definitely a agree. Backing core, really I think so too. too. Yes. but. I just I think the Chiefs are a really good football team, top to bottom, and I think five points. I think this could be a double-digit point
0: win. All right, I picked Kansas City to win twenty-eight to seventeen right away, but wow. I'm not stupid, and I'm going ten dollars. Wow, that's why I, I don't trust it. Okay, first of all, Kansas City. I'm not going to sit here and say that's the steel curtain on defense. I mean, they did let up twenty-seven points, and Brady missed a lot of wide open receivers, so that scares me. So did me. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, right. So I get that. So, but I also think Schwartz. That front four, which is deep and talented, those linebackers, I think they might be able to contain some of the stuff that we saw from Kareem Hunt and Tyree Kill going horizontally. Now, I expect Kansas City to win the football game, but, and I know I picked a 28-17, to but I still could see this being a 28-24 game uh, at the end of the day, too. I think Carson Wentz, with that offensive line, they're going to be okay against that Kansas City defensive front, and I'm still not, as much as I love some of the players on Kansas City, The scheme itself still lends it sometimes to too many easy completions, and that, I think, is what scares me a little bit. I really am a big Carson Wentz fan, so that's why that's what scares me. I really think he can make a play. I think he can make a few plays, maybe, as the game goes along. How big of
1: a loss is Eric Berry in this game?
0: Yeah, it's a big loss. Eric Berry was, I mean, of course, one of my MVPs of the week. Uh, I could have put both safeties on my All-22 team, uh, Ron Parker as well. Uh, But, yeah, Eric Berry is going to be a big loss. He's going to hurt against the Zach Ertzs of the world. Right where if they want to play man-to-man on a third and four, uh, so there's my my points basically right there. Like I said, I picked a 28-17, but I'm not going to sit here and just go, "Oh, that's definitely going to happen." I don't, I don't see that. I, is, they, there are some things that scare me there.
1: We have uh, some people in the comments section. Doug Peterson's
0: going to know Bob Sutton's defense, so he's going to have some I don't things know there. What Doug Peterson knows, to be honest.
1: Uh, we have some people in the comment section, namely Alex Daniels, that is just crapping all over us for our picks last week. All right. So I want to have yeah. fun with it sure. because. Look, there's a lot of people that refuse, like like your guy, Mike Lombardi, refuses to even make picks right. because it's such a crapshoot in yes, the NFL. Right. We like to give you guys analysis, but it's fun because I want to beat his ass. Yeah. But here's the deal: I want you guys in the comment section right now to type in your guys' picks are so bad that sure, let's have we and let's have fun with it. Yeah, I don't. And care. we'll see the best comments. We're gonna have canvaser in the back collecting them. Your guys so your guys' picks are so bad that. And then... Let us hear
0: it. Yeah. Let's have fun with I'll it. Use a, listen, there's a lot of people that won't, you know. We're, listen, we're going at our limb. And like Lefko said, first of all, it's Wednesday, okay? We don't even know, like, what, I mean, it's Thursday now, sorry, but we don't even know who's injured, who's not playing. Uh, we're doing our best. It was week one. Yeah, we were shitty. Yeah. Shitty. Thank you. Self scouting. I will also tell you this, to add this, Lefko knows this is one of my token lines that people say this. Heard Bill Belichick pick three games in my life. He was 0 for 3 because I was working for him and he told me, prepare for this game in the divisional because I think this team will be this team, and I broke down the team that he thought was going to win, and they lost. So it, it's not as easy as you think. The teams are very close. It's two or three plays. Sean Payton, let's just think about that. I mean, it's 10-6 football game, he go, He calls timeouts at the end of the half, they go down score a touchdown, they get a field goal to start the second half, and all of a sudden the game's 20-6 to and it's totally turned around just by one timeout call. So that's how fickle it is. Get off my back, Jack. Alright, so Kavis, get in my ear, are you
1: able to collect these comments?
0: Perfect. Stupid yeah, they're coming canvasser. in. All right, let's move
1: now to Chicago at the Tampa Bay Bucks, who had a bye week in week one, and I'm really curious to see how it's going to impact them throughout the year. Yeah, this Chicago is Chicago goes out there and they put up a great performance, could have beaten Atlanta. The defense uh, and Akeem Hicks up front looked really fantastic. Yep. Mike Lennon was good, and we have a new star in Tariq Cohen, AKA The Mench. Yes. That's what we're calling them now. The Tampa Manch. Bay, they were the hard knocks team. Uh, their offense could be really special this year. Mike Evans, Deshaun Jackson, O.J. Howard. Yes. Uh, Adam Humphreys is a serviceable back wide uh, receiver. They don't have
0: Doug Martin. He is still suspended until Week 5 now. Uh, well, before you make your pick, just like let me ask you this. Who do you think has the advantage, right? Because it's like it's Chicago doesn't get to break down anything from Tampa Bay, right? And at the same time, Tampa Bay got to break down Chicago in Week 1 and go, ooh, they like to do this against this formation. I think formation. Tampa Bay has a huge advantage. You do, but yet they still have the Game 1 jitters where they're not going to be like... See, I don't know... You You would know that more than I do. Yeah, you haven't been out there in live bullets where Chicago's got a game under their belt to go, okay, I know what regular season football is like, too. So I was very torn with that. I'm sorry. Go on with your pick.
1: No, that's perfect. I think, uh, for me, the fact also that Chicago just played a team that is a very similar defense in Tampa Bay helps the defensive coordinator, I think, just in terms of speed and like the athleticism and all that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I wanted to go Chicago, and then I thought, you know what? It's Tampa Bay. I'm yeah. picking Tampa Bay. Right. I'm taking Tampa. It's minus seven, seven points. I'm putting $50 on it. It it came down to me going... Um, I think Atlanta's offense is worse than Tampa Bay's offense. Okay, yeah. I think Tampa okay. Bay has more talent. And I think they're going to be able to get it done. I'm going Tampa Bay here.
0: Okay. I am uh, I picked Tampa Bay to win the game 24-20 to 20 over Chicago. So that means you're taking Chicago in this. And um, I am taking Chicago for $10, though. Chicago plus 7 for $10. Yeah. you are I not do. confident. I think, no, yeah. There's too
1: many question marks.
0: Too many question marks. I think Chicago's defense is very good. Chicago played them pretty well last year, if you remember, in Tampa. That was the game where Jameis Winston scrambled behind in the line of scrimmage for like 10 seconds yes. and made that big throw down the field. So uh, I do think Chicago matches up pretty well with them. The other thing I'll say, I'm a big fan of Dowell Logans, and you could say whatever you want. He's a friend of mine. Uh, but, again, there we saw they moved the ball okay against Atlanta. And Mike Smith, the defensive coordinator of Tampa, the one thing that kind of bothers me about him is – He's still running the same damn defense as he ran when I was playing in 2005. I mean, I played against Mike Smith. It's the same thing. So I don't know if there's going to be a whole lot of wrinkles there that they won't be prepared for. Uh, so that's what scares me. I do think Tampa wins the football game. Funny, we got a lot of like teams visiting their old teams. We talked about Andy Reid. We yes. talked about you know guys like McVeigh and the Redskins, and now you got Mike Glennon going back to Tampa Bay. That's kind of the theme of the week. Like guys reuniting with their old squad. We're going to have
1: that a little bit later, too, at the Carolina game, for sure. Right. Let's go to Tennessee at Jacksonville. This was when it popped up, mm-hmm. and I saw it, I think it actually started off that the Jaguars were favorites. The money pushed this thing so far on the other side, and at first glance, I thought, "How the heck are you not going to bet on Tennessee right. in Jacksonville?" Tennessee is favored by two. They played the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Oakland's defense all of a sudden showed up. I rewatched this game, and I'm going to be honest: Mariota's performance kind of scared me a little bit. Yeah. Then I watched Jacksonville take on Houston, and I went they finally used Blake Bortles correctly. It was pound with Ivory, pound with Fournette, and then roll out Blake Bortles, give him one option of a tight end or he runs. I really liked it. I forgot how good of a coach Doug Marone was. Yes. So I I was going to bet a lot of money on Tennessee. Mm -hmm. I know people in this office are betting a lot of money on Tennessee. Right. Then I saw a stat last night. Yeah. Then in the last 18 games on the road Mm -hmm. against the spread, the Titans are one Sixteen and one. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Jacksonville wasn't great, right? Houston has always been one, 16 and one against the spread, right? I'm going Jacksonville. Cool. I'm going Jacksonville. Ten dollars. I'm not getting crazy. <laughs> Big. This is up there. more. This is more of just a pride thing, but. What I saw out of Jacksonville was really impressive. Right, And you came on the podcast yesterday, and you yeah. said that the Titans' interior lines a little bit overrated. Yes, it is. I think all the years of Jacksonville bringing in free agents and thinking it was going to be the year, they never got the Calais Campbell, the big guy in the middle that's a leader. Sure. When you really look at Calais Campbell and Malik Jackson next to each other and what yeah. they did to Houston right. last week— it Asshole was thing. an absolute show. Yeah. AJ Bouye and Jalen Ramsey were so much fun to watch on film right. because they had no freaking fear. And I don't see anybody on the Titans now, that's going to no, give them now fear again, either.
0: Jalen Ramsey has a hurt ankle; he didn't practice and yesterday, so there so we go. I don't know but if he's he'll, play. he'll be good to go. But yes, your points but are all. Valid. I look at the Jacksonville
1: defense and against Tennessee, and I go, they're going to be all up. Corey Davis isn't scaring them. No, he's just Eric Derricker is not scaring them. Yeah, and I look at this defense, I go, it's in Jacksonville. And you know what? They jumped all over Tennessee. They beat Tennessee in Jacksonville yeah, last
0: year. Yeah. And I think this is a better coach team. I'm going Jacksonville. I know it's crazy. No, it's not that crazy. I mean, there's a reason the the line is too. i I'm go- I picked Tennessee to win the game 16 to 14. Right? I didn't look at the lines when I picked the game, so that so would be a push. A, wow. But I'm not picking the push. I'm taking Tennessee just for ten dollars. Again, all the things Lefko you said are. Completely valid. Uh, I, I got to see it to believe it. One more week with Blake Bortles in the office. Four, Fournette is a freak of nature. Don't get me wrong; he really is. But again, you know, even to the vice versa, you say what's scared. You know, it, Tennessee should be able to crowd the line of scrimmage on the Jacksonville Jaguars, yes. vice versa as well, to stop that running game and. Uh, still, I don't think you're going to be able to depend on two defensive touchdowns and all those turnovers. Uh, so I do. I think Tennessee's going to win a tough, hard fought football game very close. But I'm just going to go with Mariota over Bortles, really. I got to see it for another week for me to believe it in Blake Bortles. I know. He's so much better underneath the center. If you're watching that game, watch how much. He, how much better he throws when he gets the drop back he gets in rhythm and throws the ball instead of when he catches the ball in the shotgun he just stands there and he's kind of a, a wooden Indian as we would say in the football world he has no rhythm and then the ball's all over the place
1: we have some early returns on your picks are so bad right J.R. Santos your picks are so bad that Sims was forced to wear a shirt without buttons <laughs> love it Caleb Flynn your picks are so bad that it made Rex Ryan look like a good NFL commentator
0: <laughs> negative that, 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 he was no. awful uh, yeah. Paul
1: Byrd your picks are so bad it's now called simsing the bed. <laughs>
0: Alex Rayfield What about your, Simsing the bet? Left is worse. That's screwed up.
1: Greg Vaughn, your picks are so bad that even Andy Dalton said you had a terrible week one. That's, <laughs> That's pretty a good. good. One. I like that. And then this is my favorite here. Sean Edward, your picks are so bad that even Pete Rose wouldn't bet on your analysis. Ah,
0: uh, good old Pete. Well, we don't we're not going to hold scumbag. Pete to any standard, right? He's uh, a all ball. I know is it's so hot in here. I want to touch the Heine, okay? That's why I
1: changed into a Holy shirt. Holy crapola. All right, so we have four bets that Apparently, we bet exactly the same. Okay. So let's go through those right now. They're actually pretty good games. First one, Arizona at Indy. Sims, you bet 10. Lefko bet 30. We're both taking Arizona. Miami at the Chargers. Who did you bet there?
0: I, I, I picked, I'm taking Miami for so $10. I, I forgot who I take. So right. we both picked Miami for $10. Right.
1: Uh, Oakland, versus the Jets. We both took Oakland. You bet four hundred. Yep. I bet three hundred. Yes. And that is also going to be on one of my bets this weekend, one of my locks, because I'm not messing around anymore. That one's just good. And then the last one, Monday night football. We're both betting a hundred dollars on
0: Detroit. I almost went hard on Detroit. Like I almost went all in, but I you know, I again, it's Monday night, it's in New York, New York's home opener. And this is the thing sometimes like I need to pump the brakes on and almost Almost remind myself that like when I was a player, the Giants are going to be desperate. They're going to be the team that will be a little bit more self motivated because they got their butts whipped in Week One. They know if they go zero and two, they're in deep trouble. Uh, I like Detroit to win the football game. Really, I picked Detroit to win twenty to sixteen, but I only bet a hundred dollars because of the desperation. I did the same thing. Yep. I
1: also thought this. Detroit went in there to Giants last year. Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford did have a hurt hand. Yeah. that completely changed his right. performance. My thing about Detroit is they're very horizontal. Right. And when the Giants can pin their ears back and kind of focus right in front of them, I don't know if Kenny Galladay is going to be a consistent deep threat for this team. Yeah. It was one game. And I just don't see... And Amir Abdullah having a good running game. Yeah, it'll and be I, tough. I think, the, I think the Cowboys were a tough matchup because they could pound them. I think the Giants' defense is going to get back on track. Right. I just think in the end, whether Odell plays or not, yeah. that offense sucks for yeah, the Giants. It sucks. And Eli is old. Yeah. And he's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Eli was bad last year. Yeah, that's right. He had one good half in a playoff game against the Packers. And everybody
0: forgot the rest of the year. I agree.
1: So, uh, and the offensive line sticks. Yeah. And I thought the Detroit defensive oh, line was good. It's for real. We're, we were a little bit high on Detroit throughout the year last year. Right. Let me just get back we to... We
0: were th- right, though. We were a little bit high. Nobody... We, we, when we picked Detroit to go to the playoffs, we were like, you're an idiot, Detroit. Yeah, they, they were in. We won. Uh, Oakland. Yeah. We're both betting a lot of money. Right. This one just seems
1: like a guaranteed lock. Yeah, even though it's 14 points, are you worried at all that that's too many
0: points? I, I'm really not. Uh, I just think at the end of the day, like I think the Jets can hang in there a little bit. The Jets defense is pretty good, but man, I just don't know if there's any defenses in football that can just hang in there with Seattle all game long. You know, where I looked at it, right, Oakland. Real, Oakland. I mean, I mean, Oakland. Sorry. The where I looked at it, sorry, with Oakland is okay. Where's the Jets' strength? Right, their defense. Oh, their defensive line. You know what? that gets muted in this game because Oakland's offensive line is as big and as powerful as any offensive line in football, so they're not going to lose that battle. At worst, it's a stalemate. And then I just go Derek Carr, Beast Mode, Crabtree, who's amazing, the tight end play they have, and then, okay, if you switch it over to the other side, we know the Jets offense isn't that special, right? There's no weapons. I have a hard time thinking they're going to score touchdowns all the time, even when they get in the red zone, and I do think the Oakland Raiders' defense is a little bit better. they got size, and they got some a few difference makers at all three levels so to me yeah I went 34-17 Raiders
1: yeah the other thing too with the Raiders
0: is that stadium the baseball I don't field, put too much into the stadium and the Raiders I, are going to be raucous they think they got a chance to the Super Bowl those fans are going to be pumped this I, week I think the main thing
1: that you said too is yeah. look I, I bet on the Jets last week we yeah. both did I yeah. think and I watched them try to score against the Buffalo defense right. at the end. And I just realized how inept they are at every position. Yeah. Bilal Powell's the rest the running back and they don't use him. I know. They throw the ball up and it's like Jermaine Curse. Jermaine Curse is their best option right I now. I know. I love her, Darius Stewart. He's great. Right. But I see nothing. No, and I go, nothing. if Oakland goes up 7 yeah, you're telling me they're not going to go up 14 nothing. Oh, right.
0: If they go up 10 nothing, the game's over. You're right. It could be. It could, if it goes up like that, if the game ends up like that where it's 14 nothing, 10 nothing early, yeah." Then the game has a chance to be like 35-7.
1: Only game, I don't want to go too much into Arizona Indy, but Miami Chargers. Yeah. Why are we both going Miami? I'm going Miami just because I think that offensive line, the running game, is going to have a lot of success yeah. against I thought Denver had a lot of success run the ball in the Chargers. They did. And I think that Adam Gase, with a lot of time to prepare, right. is really, really dangerous. Right. And it, it, they relied on Phillip Rivers. The Chargers are still the frickin' Chargers.
0: Yeah, the Chargers got dominated in that game. The the, the Broncos screwed it up at the end to let the Chargers back into yes. it. So So, uh, yeah, I well, so I picked Miami to go to the playoffs with Jay Cutler. I don't care. No, you didn't. I did. Oh, I you did. You didn't have enough balls to pick that. Did I go back out of it? You did. I did, okay. I picked the Dolphins. All right, so don't either take credit way, for my I'm balls. I'm sorry. So there are frames. On the wall with the teams. balls here. Are you sure? Well, double check that, Canvas, I'm or positive. do something today, okay? Uh, but regardless, I think the the big thing I do, yeah, I think Miami is a playoff quality team. Okay, I'll, qu- I'll qualify that. And But it, what scares me at the end of the day is just that it is their first game. Uh, and they had the extra time to prepare, and the Chargers are coming off a really late Monday night football game. True. All that plays to me in the advantage of the Miami Dolphins, but I won't be shocked if Phillip Rivers pulls some magic off and wins the game. That's why I only go $10. Also, it's in a new stadium. Yes, the old, the, the embarrassment to play there. The thirty five. dollars I think uh, it's be it cool. It does look cool.
1: All right, let's go next to one where I think it's a big enough line that's going to cause some intrigue on either side. It's Buffalo at Carolina. And uh, the I don't- air conditioning's on. It feels really oh, good now. Me likey. I feel so good. Uh, Carolina goes out there. They The score against San Francisco was great, but it really was a battle for most of the game. Yeah. But uh, we saw how much they want to use Christian McCaffrey right. and Luke Keekly, and more importantly, K1 Short was incredible. They're favored by 7.5 over Buffalo, who survived a game against the Jets. Mm-hmm. Tyrod Taylor did look pretty good in a yep. Rick Dennison offense, which was a surprise. Yep. LaShawn McCoy put up his 150 total yards. He always looks They're good. line's good. This is Sean McDermott, the former D.C. of Carolina, yep. facing his old team. And I'm pretty sure early on I went seven and a half is way too many points for yeah. Carolina. But then I thought, I think that Carolina has the perfect front seven right. to stop Buffalo's offense. Yeah. With that D line and those linebackers, it's all Tyrod and LaShawn. Right. They're, they're not getting to the edge against this team. Yeah. I'm going Carolina here. I believe I bet te- – I took Buffalo. Damn it! I took Buffalo.
0: Ten dollars. Who
1: gives a crap? At Ten dollars. I. It's the points. Yeah. I think it's. Too, I think Carolina wins the game. Right. But I don't think they have the offense to make it more than seven and a half. So apparently I took
0: Buffalo. Yeah. Damn it. Stupid little go. Man, what the hell did you do this morning? I went wanna... to. I went to the gym. Oh, I said, <laughs> That will mess your brain up. Uh, I'm going uh, the other route there, Slugger. I'm banking Carolina to win the game, 20 to 17, and I'm going. for Buffalo Buffalo Bills. I am, yes. I think they're the perfect matchup for the Carolina Panthers. I understand your front seven concerns uh, as far as, like, hey, yeah, uh, Carolina's front seven is good, but Buffalo's O-line is good. I'm taking the teacher over the pupil here. I really the think pupil that, over the teacher. No, I'm taking the the well, yeah, I guess so. The teacher over the pupil. No, I'm taking McDermott over as far as I'm not counting Rivera oh, okay. over Steve Wilks, uh, who's the gotcha. defensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. I think he'll be able to maybe infuse some things to their offense, regardless, and that can work both ways. But I think the other thing I just look at and go, hey, Buffalo's defense is not a bad group itself. And that's where I really look at the advantage. McDermott, I think, is really going to be all over Cam Newton offense that wasn't really that impressive last week. Let's just be serious about that. 49ers did some self-inflicting wounds with boards and short and all those things and I still don't think Cam's going to be as hot as uh, he should be because he's only got one game under his belt and he wasn't perfect last week. I think we all know that. Uh, Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I just can't imagine Carolina winning the game by more than seven and a half points. I think that would really blow me away and uh, I think with McDermott and uh, listen, I think he's one of the best things Carolina had going for them down there. Sean McDermott is a really good football coach. He understands the whole game, and he's built a defense that I'm not going to say it's Carolina, but they have some Carolina-esque principles, mm. good middle linebacker play. they got some big people up front, and they're secondary. Even though they're not great man-to-man, he doesn't care about man-to-man. He wants good zone players. This feels like
1: your Chicago-Atlanta pick. Right? There are certain times where you see something, whether it's film or whatever, right. where you go,
0: the line is just too damn high and you see the coaching. You're very confident about this one? I I feel pretty good about this, yes, because I just think where Carolina had their biggest advantages, even like last week's game against San Francisco, their D-line kind of just overpowered San Francisco's O-line, that ain't going to happen. I mean, this Buffalo Bills left side of their offensive line uh, with Cordy Glenn, Richie Incognito, baseball bat, crash my Ferrari, and then Eric Wood at center, that's that's about as good a three as you're going to find in football. I mean, that is legit. So, they're not going to be overpowered, and at times I think they'll be able to win enough plays to get some lanes for LaShawn McCoy.
1: What I love about this show is that we can turn people. Alex Daniels, the guy that was shitting on us a lot, said, truthfully, I'm on the same page for most of your picks this week. Guys, we're going to figure it out. We always do. Super happy to have you here. Alright, next one is a game that I think people were super confident in. I'm kind of avoiding. Patriots at Saints. Both teams got a loss that kind of shook them to their core. Clearly Sean Payton was feeling confident taking those timeouts about his defense. It blew up in his face in a big way. Drew Brees got some bullcrap statistics at the end of the game to make it seem closer than it was. I hate that crap. Patriots played a good game. Could have won that game against the Chiefs, but it was a really good game plan by Andy Reid. Alex Smith played the best game of his life, and Kareem Hunt burst onto the scene in a huge way. The Patriots are favored by 6.5 in New Orleans. That means they're favored to win by 9.5. I am going Patriots here But I believe I'm... What did I go? Just put it up because I forgot. I went $50. I thought I really avoided it. I'm going Patriots $50 mainly because I just don't think they're losing back-to-back. And I really wanted to go, man, the Saints are going to put up points on the Patriots. I would think so. I think so too. But I really think the Patriots are going to put up a lot of points against the Saints. You know,
0: again, extra time to prepare because they played on Thursday. Uh, New Orleans played on Monday night. That's not a good link. Zach Streif, the right tackle, hurt. That scares me. Uh, I'm picking New England to win the game 35-24, to but I'm putting only 100 on it. So we're both going – you're going 100, I'm going 50. Yeah, I feel good about it, but – Listen, at the same time, do I think that game could be 35-24 and Drew Brees goes down and scores a late touchdown to make it 35-31? Those are the little things I looked at that scare me. So, yeah, uh, I do think New England is the better football team. We know that. I think Brady will be better this week. Uh, Yes, the Patriots defense, you know, does it have enough difference makers up front, you know, Trey Flowers, the kid 95, at 95, I think I'm right, Dietrich Wise, he's really impressive, um, but nonetheless, yeah. I, I, How does Sean Payton usually do against uh, Belichick? Well, the last time they went to New Orleans, he whooped their butt, I know that. And then I think the last wait, time... Wait, who
1: whooped whose butt?
0: The Sean Payton whooped New England's butt okay. because it was the pro- football life, the first year Belichick did football life, yeah. and he's on the sidelines going, I just can't get this team to play that I wanted, and it's in New Orleans because their butts whooped. Then the last time they played in Foxborough... Uh, New Orleans was winning and dominated most of the game and Brady drove them down late in the game to score a game-winning touchdown with like, so very little time left. So you're not really up. giving
1: me a lot of confidence. It sounds like Sean Payton really does a damage. Well,
0: I, I mean, I'm always scared of Sean Payton. In that com- that's so why you he about 100 well, on the win? Well, I don't think 100's. I feel good about New England. I think they're clearly the better football team. Um, and the inexperience of the secondary of, of uh, New Orleans does scare yeah. me, but I'm always going to be a little wary to go too crazy. Like at first, I wrote down like $300 for this game. I was like, and then I That's was like, what Wait, I did. "Pump your freaking brakes, Chris Sims! What the hell are you thinking? It's in New Orleans. It's a little scary." It's a good coaching, and matchup. I went from there.
1: Uh, we got a few more. Your picks are so bad, Nick Earhart. Your picks are so bad. I'd rather watch Mark Sanchez try to run the ball oh. and Alex Raphael. Again, killing it. Your picks are so bad, they were traded to the Browns for a second-round pick and then cut. <laughs> so we are the Brock a, that's Osweiler. Good. We are the Rock that's Osweiler. a really good one. Guys, keep doing it. Your picks are so bad. You do it, we say your name. It's pretty awesome. Alright, next one. Dallas at Denver. Yeah. Another one that made me open up my eyes a little bit when right. I first saw it. Dallas pushed around the G-men. Get a very convincing win. Denver really looked good against uh, the LA Chargers. I really like the offense. Uh, Mike McCoy and what he's doing with Simeon was good. Dallas is favored by two in this game yeah. on the road in Denver at a four o'clock game. I am going Denver here. Yeah. I think that Denver is going to win this game straight up. This is one where I picked a team to win. I'm going $50, which is sort of like the I'm more confident than $10. I'm afraid that Dallas, if they start pushing the ball, can push Denver around. Yeah. I am so excited to see Von Miller against this offensive line. right? Von Miller versus Lyle Collins on that side should be really, really fun to watch. Yep. But I, I think that Denver's offense, I know this is going to sound crazy, mm-hmm. is a lot more talented than the Giants' offense without Odell Beckham. They are. And I, so I think the... Now... Ronald, Ronald Leary's on the interaction. Yeah, he's got what, a concussion a, protocol? Something like right. that. So I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I think that Dallas is about to face a really flying around defense. Yeah. And if they get behind it all and then Dak has to kind of start throwing, I just, I like Denver at home yeah. getting two points. I,
0: there. I get that. And, and the Ronald Leary thing did scare me. I mean, I have no doubt about it. I think the one thing that's different about Denver this year, they're good up front and they have a little depth even for a guy like Ronald Leary to get hurt. So, I am going Denver Broncos, Wow, $200. First of all, I should have included Denver in one of the loudest stadiums in football as well. They're in that top five for sure. Going to be a tough environment. Other thing I'll say is this. The Broncos, uh, you talked about it. The offense is going to be different this year. First of all, Trevor Siemens is better than people realize. Mike McCoy as the offensive coordinator is going to be a great improvement. And then there's still Emmanuel Sanders and Demarius Thomas on the outside, and this is a Dallas defense. Like, I'm not ready to go, oh, Dallas is a great defense. No. I mean, that, Al- that Giants offense stinks. You can, I think people are going to start to realize now without Odell Beckham how horrible it is. Okay? Um, the other thing I say, listen, your points are valid. Like, I'm worried about Dallas's O-line pushing around. Yeah. But but I do think they've made the proper adjustments in the offseason. I mean the Broncos got bigger on the inside. They get? Uh they got Peko, right? Uh uh, who's the other name this I'm This has missing? been a complaint, if you don't know us, about Denver for the last few years. Yes. They
1: have speed and pass rushers, but they lack the, the dudes the overall in the middle big guys. Just, to, just to control the line of scrimmage on run
0: junk plays. Right. They got the—I'm uh, missing my guy. What is it? Kerr or— um, Yeah, that Kerr from Indianapolis. Yeah, Kerr, another Zach big Kerr. guy, a 335-pounder, okay? He was always good um, on the Colts. And this is, the, this is the, the final thing where I just looked at. I said, you know what? This Dallas offense, it's based on just physicality for the most part, and then Dak Prescott making some big throws down the field. Well, this is a team in Denver that's got legit corners, Mm. and they're not going to be afraid to go. Legit, yeah. I mean, they're not going to be afraid to go. Okay, we can put Aqib Talib on Des Ryan and feel fine all game long. We could put Chris Harris on Cole Beasley and feel fine all game long. And we could put Bradley Roby on Terrence Williams and feel good all game long, which will allow them to crowd the box. And yeah, I have a hard time thinking Dallas. This is going to be one of the biggest tests of the year for me for Dallas. I mean, we haven't seen them really in this type of environment, on the road, uh, on a grass field. Pittsburgh against. was
1: the closest.
0: Pittsburgh was the closest, right. And Which I don't think Pittsburgh's 30 defense 30 is nearly no. as good as Denver.
1: I have some interesting stats on this one. Okay, The Cowboys are 0-5 in their last five games against the Broncos. Mm. They haven't beaten them in two decades.
0: I was there for one of them.
1: The Broncos are 11-1 and in their last 12-week twos. Wow,
0: that's funny. I, I, I don't know what that means, but... I don't know what that means either. But I picked Denver to win 23-17, just if anybody wants that. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. All right, good. I I think you
1: should keep giving the scores because a lot of people ask about over and unders. So, you know what? I'm also going to tweet it from the Sims and Lefko podcast account, your your score predictions. Okay. And – and he has a pix article on Bleach Report where it gives the score. Right. I'm gonna just gonna condense the chart. So go to Simson go on Twitter and I'll put his scores. Because I know some of you guys like the over-unders and I, I gotta check how you did last week, but you're usually pretty spot on. Oh yeah, and
0: can I can I make one more point? I meant yeah. to say this on our podcast the other day. This is something that jumped out to me week one for all you betters. I don't bet on football games, but this is the, crazy. This is the one thing that I took away from my week of film. I thought referees let the D-backs be a little more physical than we've seen in years past. And people want to talk about low-scoring games, maybe not the offense. Green Bay, Seattle, Denver, That was the reason. Denver, LA. They weren't going to go, oh, pass
1: interference. Kansas City, New
0: England. That's what I mean. Do you
1: think that's something that'll happen for the rest of the year? I,
0: it, when it happens throughout the NFL in week one, that tells me that the NFL's probably been the referees years ago. I You're was worried that maybe it gets critical. adjusted back. I would scare me, too. So we'll be able to see this week. But I'm just saying that was a theme I noticed in a lot of games.
1: Jacksonville was super Physical. That's what I mean. It was it was
0: across the board. Almost I haven't watched every and game week. And if that's the, the
1: case, let me just tell you. Yeah. Start investing more in the really good defenses. Yes. Because because it's
0: going to go back to
1: football from 15 years ago. Right. When you could hit some guy. Yeah,
0: where you didn't, if you touched him with your fingernail. All right, so that's that's homework
1: for everybody. Pay attention to the
0: games, and let's see if it continues, because if that's
1: the case, I'm just going to start picking the team with the better defense. All right, next one up, Washington at the Rams. Mm -hmm. Sean McVay versus his former team. You see Aaron Donald right there in the graphic. I don't know if he's playing or not. If he does... Man, it could be interesting. The Rams are favored by two and a half after beating the Colts like a rented mule. And Washington, man, boy, do they have a bad game against the Eagles. It was really rough. Uh, in this game, uh, I don't like either team, Yeah. Uh, frankly, because I kind of don't know how much to believe from the Rams from right. last week. Uh, I am going the Rams here, uh, and I'm going to lay the two and a half points. Uh, I just went with the team that's at home, and... Um... I have nothing else. I, do, yeah. I would never bet this game. No. I
0: would never bet this scary. game. Scary. you got one team going across the country. That's certainly scary. Uh, I picked Washington to win the game 24-23, to 23, and I'm taking Washington for $10. Okay? Yeah. i got to see another week of Jared Goff and company before I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. Uh, and there's still a lot of weapons on that Washington offense. I think they were close to making a few big plays where they missed out on. My big thing with Washington, too, go. I'll say this. This is probably another thing I should have said on the podcast earlier. Of the week, like I, I don't like the whole running back com- committee. They got to stop with the whole like Robert Kelly. Christian Thompson is the best running back. Stop just putting him in on passing situations. You can make him your running back every down. He's the only guy I look at and go, ooh. If they open up a hole, he can make a big play. Uh, but yeah, there's too many unknowns right here right now. Wade Phillips is, is the D coordinator. Yep. They're going to be. A, this is going to be a better defense with the Rams. Um, and. uh, yeah, I think at the end of the day, I just there's too many unknowns. That's why I only went $10. We have two
1: good ones. Your guys' your guys' picks are so bad. Alex Raphael, again, your guys' picks are so bad, they make Chris's $400 haircuts look like a good financial <laughs> decision. I love it. Uh, Gre- uh, and then Brett Throckled, your picks are so bad, I'd rather bet on Roberto Aguayo making a field goal. Oh, love I don't it. know about that. <laughs> I want to address something before we continue. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tommy DuBois is saying you got, you two must have colluded with the Russians against Dallas. Andrew Fort Worth, okay, you anti-Dallas MFers keep betting against the boys. A lot of people are saying this is exactly what you guys said, uh, Shane Anderson, this is exactly what you guys said about the Giants last week. Yeah. Self-scout. Right. Are we being too hard on the Cowboys with our picks? I'm
0: not being too hard. I mean, listen, it was two defenses. I, I think this defense is better than the Giants' defense that they're going to go against against the Denver Broncos. Are we anti-Dallas? I'm not anti-Dallas. I mean, when the Dallas Cowboys played the New York Giants, and let me just think uh the New York Giants' Um, oh, that's right, they uh, gave me everything as a little kid and my dad played for them for 15 years. When the Dallas Cowboys played the Giants, I root for the Dallas Cowboys. I love Jason Garrett. He's a close, personal friend. Why do you think we're
1: being so hard on them right
0: now? Well, I I think there's still the inexperience in the defense. Um, so that's that's what scared me a little bit, and that scares me again this week on the road in a Denver. And I just think Denver has got a lot of pieces. I'm not anti-Dallas. I mean, listen, I, I still think they're going to be a playoff football team here, and certainly dangerous. I just think yeah, there's two weeks here where uh, I also I'm a think little skeptical. playing
1: the Denver defense in Denver with a lot more pressure on Dak after he didn't look that great in week
0: one. I don't know if he faced the He didn't, look good, he didn't test. look good early. Right. He was that's phenomenal I mean. later. I mean, he was phenomenal. And if, if Dak Prescott plays like that all year, I mean, they're, they're going to be like a legit Super Bowl contender. I'm just saying that needed one more week. It just happened to be two teams that I'm not feeling. It. I'm not an anti-Dallas guy. Trust me. I'm really not. I'm very pro-Dallas. I mean, Gabe here. Gabe, shake your little camera for me. Gabe loves the Giants, and he hates that I always root for the Cowboys.
1: San Francisco at Seattle, our favorite coach in the NFL, Kyle well, Shanahan. Shanahan. Is co- he's in trouble. <laughs> he's headed to Seattle uh, and to take on the Seahawks after the Seahawks lost in Lambeau. Right. Man, yeah. the Seahawks are special. Yeah. In the last 12 times that Seattle has faced San Francisco, they're 11-1 and one against the spread. Mm. The average margin of victory is nearly 17 points per game. Wow. Seattle at home against San Francisco. I have a visual. Take my camera. Here's the visual. Brian Hoyer is running. And he's running straight at you. And there's a look on his face. And you don't know why he has so much fear. And then the camera zooms out. And there is the Legion of Doom. (laughs) Sheldon Richardson is chasing him. It's not. It's Legion of Doom. Excuse me. Yeah, that, that's... It's Legion of Boom, is it? No, that's their secondary. Oh, okay. No, you're right. What is the name of the, the, the rappers from California? The, the California guys? I don't know.
0: You're an idiot today. The NWA. W- what, what, what was their name? Uh, NWA. Damn it. <laughs>
1: Brian Hoyer's going to die <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> He's gonna die. I'm sorry. Get your will and testament. Uh,
0: He's gonna die.
1: Three hundred dollars. Seattle minus thirteen and a half. Now tell me how Kyle Shanahan's gonna game plan him out of getting his ass kicked.
0: uh, Listen, there's not there's not much I'm gonna be able to tell you. You, There's only so many things you can do a game plan against Seattle because that's what makes them great. I'm picking Seattle twenty-seven to thirteen. I'm only putting ten dollars on it. You what? Yes. Uh, I just Seattle scares me. Seattle is one of those teams in general that they can domi- dominate a team for four quarters, and you look up and you go, "Damn, it's seventeen 13 and somehow this other team's in the football game. Uh, yes, I do. Of course, Kyle Shanahan that offense. Death row. Death row. Good job. Uh, I do expect <laughs> it to be a little bit better this week. Um, last week there was some self-inflicting wounds. Uh, the 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 San Francisco defense. Certainly nothing to write home about, but I think it's a little better than people realize, especially up front. I think they can at least stalemate or even better against that Seattle offensive line. Big thing is they have no Ruben Foster, who is already the best player on their defense, and that's not even close. He's better than Navarro Bowman, just trust me. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that's what just scared me. So I'm only going $10. Man, this, and now I'm extra rooting for San Francisco because I want you to lose the money. If
1: this <laughs> game was in San Francisco, yeah, I would completely agree with you. But when yeah. I looked back at the last few years... Seattle's, like, first home game, they just tear people up. Yeah. Miami last year was the only time where it was, like, really close. Right. And Miami has Domican Sioux. My question for you would yeah. be, the guys on the San Francisco front line, right. are they hold the gap guys, or are they bust through the line guys? Yeah,
0: they're still a little stuck in between. And that's, and that's my
1: thing is, Mm -hmm. like, they don't have, in my kind of, in my opinion, the guys to kind of get in there and ruin Russell Wilson. Very fair. And if Ruben Foster's not playing, um, I just, I, it's more like I just think the Seattle defense
0: might beat the spread. That could be very true. I mean, I'm listen. It's hard to put a lot of faith into Brian Hoyer and company. Only I mean, I mean only Michael thing
1: is, Bennett versus Zane Beatles.
0: Yeah, that's a very scary. Right now, Kyle's usually pretty smart and being able to realize his weaknesses and concoct some game plan to help. I that just out. don't
1: think he has the guys to get it done. He might
0: not. I think he had he more not.
1: talent with Cleveland.
0: Uh, yeah, that's it's close. You're right. You're I would probably say you're. I think right. he had a better line in Cleveland. I don't know if he had the better receivers. I like
1: Pierre Garcon and, and Goodwin. I think Goodwin's got some speed, but he's relying on Kyle Juszczyk to be like a major, I don't know. I
0: get it. No, that's scary. Kyle's had some decent success against Seattle. So he does have some ways to Talk to through that.
1: Do the Sean Payton New England thing for Kyle Shanahan yeah, versus well, Kyle
0: Shanahan, let's just go back. I, I understand. Let's go back to the divisional playoff game. Is he going to have the
1: time to let those routes develop? Yeah,
0: no, probably not all game long. It's certainly not the same as the Atlanta Falcons team. But the Atlanta Falcons also played good in Seattle last year and could have won that game, maybe should have won that game. And then in the divisional playoff game, they ran them out of the stadium pretty much. Uh, yeah, listen, I, I get you why you're going there. They're just things that scare me. Seattle's offense scares me. It's a crappy offense just like the Giants offense in general, they just have Russell Wilson Thomas Rawls plays and he's looking good, yeah, that, that can be scary and I can be in trouble and then you're going to win a lot of money.
1: Alex Daniels wants to start a GoFundMe for Brian Hoyer to pay his medical bills afterwards. <laughs> and he also said, $10? Yeah. Sims, you carnival working, no child support paying cheapo.
0: Yeah, I don't have... I don't he, have bet, he, bet, he
1: bet too much of his money on Buffalo.
0: <laughs> no so that's a big one. I need
1: Carolina to win big and you need Seattle. To, you need San Francisco the to... yeah the Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to, I think... The, this is the best game of the weekend for me because yeah. it's got the best quarterback of all time, Aaron Rodgers, taking on Atlanta in the season, the, the opening right. of the new stadium up there in Atlanta. Atlanta is favored by two and a half. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers was still running for his life with missing some of his offensive linemen that left over the last few years. Yep. Matt Ryan was in an absolute dogfight and took Quentin Demps's dumbass. So I shouldn't hit hate on Quentin Demps. So it really much.
0: wasn't his fault. I know. You know, uh, let's, Patrick, Patrick Chung, Sting. you thought he stunk when he was with the Eagles, too. And then somehow they. a lot of Man, your guys Alec go somewhere and else Cousins, and they do and we okay. We already talked about this.
1: <laughs> but they were in a dogfight. I am going Green Bay getting two and a half points. How much money? I? I put 100 on it, I think. $100 on Green Bay. The other thing, the little nugget that I'm going to bring up, mm-hmm. We did this on the podcast, Sims and Go Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Um, They have a a slow turf there. I wonder if it's the same turf that was in the Patriots. Mm. Remember, Alex Mack had a quote where he goes, it's great, they're going to slow people down, so the defensive linemen. A slow turf benefits Green Bay much more than it benefits Atlanta. I agree. Because Atlanta's defensive speed, they would be all over the slow receivers of Green Bay. Yes. Jordy Nelson's great. Randall Cobb is really good. Devontae Adams is good. They're not that fast. No, they're
0: not, they're not that fast. Atlanta's defense should be
1: all over Ty Montgomery, mm-hmm. but I do think that Mike Daniels against that def- that offensive line for Atlanta, yeah. I just don't think they're going to get any running lanes open, and I'm betting
0: on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, it's, I'm the same way there. I'm going Green Bay as well. I'm picking Green Bay to win the game 24-20, but I don't feel great $10. about it. Yep, $10. $10. So, uh, yeah, there's some things that scare me, certainly. First of all, it is a home opener in a new stadium. Those people are going to be going crazy in Atlanta. Uh, The Atlanta defense is legit. I mean, it's legit. The The linebackers, listen, you know your defense is legit all out of there when the NFL sack leader is not starting on your defense. Okay, Vic Beasley does not start for the Atlanta Falcons. That's how deep their defensive line is. They start Shelby and Brooks Reed at defense and with Poe and our man Grady Jarrett in the middle, Duke Riley's a linebacker, Devondre Campbell's a linebacker, and of course man Deion Jones along with those corners. So uh, I, I, I'm scared. I'm a scared, again, because of what you talked about with Green Bay's offense against Seattle. There's some certainly some concern there. Yeah, it wasn't great protection. It was Aaron Rodgers pulling rabbits out of his ass one after another, as he usually does, which is unbelievable. Um, So, yeah, I I am picking Green Bay, but will I be shocked if they lost this game? Uh, No, I'm not going to be shocked. Green Bay's defense, though. Um, it did look good. And if they can t- continue on that and stay healthy. like The guys that made improvements to me, like yeah. Quentin Rollins, Demarius Randall's they've looked better in the preseason, and that carries over to the, to the regular season so far to this point. And the D-line, uh, we'll see what they have. One of the under, like Nick Perry, with mod Brooks on the edge. And, of course, the middle linebackers in the middle are pretty good, too. Yeah, I think they're going to hang around. I think they're going to win a tough football game.
1: Uh, let us do. A quick, scares me. Let's do a quick little recap of the bets before we get into guaranteed to lose, yep. which you were incredible last week. <laughs> One in four on guaranteed to lose. Man, I don't think that you've ever, ever. I don't think you've ever been that bad. I don't think I have. You usually flirt more with perfect records than that. Uh, if you want to know the Simpson go big bets, yeah, Baltimore, right, with uh, minus eight against Cleveland. You bet three hundred. I bet two hundred. Right. Oakland, minus 14 against the Jets. You bet 400. I bet 300. And the other one that we were both very much in agreement for, Detroit, plus four against the Giants on Monday night. We both bet 100 on that. And then for Denver... Uh, the other ones, New England, you went 100, I went 50, but we're both kind of scared. Right. Denver, you bet 200, I bet 50. Right. Uh, so we're both on Denver. I bet
0: 300 on So then the Buffalo. if you want to
1: know Sims's big bet, that he's on a loan on an island, yeah. Sims bet 300, Buffalo plus 7.5 against Carolina. And then my big bet was Seattle minus 13.5. Th- I bet 300, you only bet 10 right. uh, for the Seahawks to cover the spread. So we both bet on the same team. Yeah. You just went ham on Buffalo and I got scared. Right. I went ham on Seattle and you got I scared. I got
0: scared, yes. All right. All good. right. Good catch. Now
1: it is time for Garen. Teed to lose. Sims, five teams that you think are guaranteed to lose, and we're starting off on Thursday night. Yeah!
0: Hello, Texas! Yeah, you're gonna lose. Why? Because you got a rookie quarterback and a short week, and did you see your game last week? Holy crap, it was a disaster. You couldn't block anybody, and the other team still has weapons, and Andy Dalton, uh, those three running backs, and of course A.J. Green, I gotta go with the Bengals at home against a rookie quarterback, and it's how bad the Texans looked in week one.
1: Next up, Guaranteed to Lose. It's Old Faithful. They've been here for a long time, Sims. Oh,
0: hello, Cleveland. I don't believe Lind quite yet. Sorry, I can't do it. Uh, Things are looking better. But, man, going to Baltimore against that defense, sorry, Slugger. That ain't going to happen. Chris Sims says you're going to lose. You're going to lose this weekend. Next
1: up on Guaranteed to Lose, we had our faith in them last week, and we were smacked in the face. So, who's losing? J E. T. S. Lose. Lose.
0: Lose. Yeah, sorry, Jets. You're going to lose. You got to go out to Oakland. Mama says you're going to lose. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. You're going to lose to the Raiders. The Raiders got too much firepower. Derek Carr, that offensive line, the run game, and the defense I do think is better. And what is there to really write home about as far as the Jets offense? And
1: when it comes to being good friends, the best ones are the ones that you can insult right to their face. So why don't you tell your good friend Kyle <laughs> Shanahan something that's going to happen this weekend?
0: Sorry, Kyle. I like you a lot. You're my friend, but you're going to lose. You're going to Seattle. Uh, Brian Hoyer is your quarterback. Zane Beatles is your guard. And most people don't know anything Anybody on your defense other than Navarro Bowman, that doesn't bode well to going to play to Seattle. So, caw, caw, Seahawks win, 49ers lose.
1: Do you you normally talk to Kyle in this voice? (laughs) Sometimes I do. What the hell was that? (laughs) Last one up, guaranteed to
0: lose. Where are we going? Oh, we're going down to New Orleans. New Orleans? Hello, New Orleans. Oh, that's right. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are coming to town. Oh, that's right. They're pissed off. Oh, that's right. They're 0-1. Oh, and you have a lot of young players in your secondary, and Tom Brady and Josh McDaniels are going to have their heads spinning, and the Patriots are going to win. Why? Because I said so.
1: And that is guaranteed to lose. Take one more look at it. Texans, Browns, Jets, Niners, Saints. If you are doing a survivor pool, take the teams on the right there. Cincinnati, Baltimore, Oakland, Seattle, New England. Which
0: one are you the most confident in? Uh, ooh, The one I'm most confident in is the Browns.
1: And look, if you're doing a survivor pool, might not be a bad week to take Cincinnati because you're probably not going to trust them the rest of the season, but a rookie quarterback in a short week is a good bet. Those are your guaranteed-to-lose teams. Do you feel good about your bets overall? I
0: do. I feel a lot better this week than last week. There's, there's less unknowns.
1: The, the, my locks, my Lefko locks that I'm putting out on Sunday are, that you'll see on Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff, I am going with um, Kansas City. Oakland, Seattle, and Green Bay. I'm mm. making Green Bay one of my locks. Oh, wow. I like to get a little risky. Okay, that's good. A- after an 0 and 3 week, and everyone on national uh, social media telling me I'm an idiot, I still gotta do a little bit. You're
0: an idiot today. You Why? Couldn't, you couldn't
1: talk. I don't
0: know. You can't <laughs>
1: Thank you. I appreciate you very much. Hope you guys do really well. Thanks so much. As always, subscribe to us on iTunes. Three podcasts a week coming out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. We'll see how our picks do. Guaranteed to lose. We love you guys very much. For Sims. Peace out, homie. For Fendrick, he would say have a good night. I'm Adam Lefkoe. Be
0: well. See you soon.